When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Blush. I'm Tiffany and I'm here with my co-host Heva. Heva, how are you? Hi guys, I'm doing so well. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. We didn't put out an episode last week, but we are back with vengeance. (laughs) This is going to be a good one, guys. I'm really excited, a little nervous, but really excited to be recording this. Yeah, there's so much pent up like sexual and just (laughs) positive energy (laughs) that we did not release this previous week. So now we're back to release all of it for you. We do have some exciting news. Kiva, do you want to share? Yes, I have news to share with the class. Um, (laughs) I actually have not told anyone this except for my sister-in-law, my brother and Tiffany Literally none of my friends know because I've been saving it to share on the podcast. I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous. I'm about to say words that I have not said in many, many years. I have a boyfriend. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, I don't care. Like, why are you making such a big deal about this? Literally, when you were about to say it, I felt like I was about to get emotional. Which it's like, like, I was like, no, 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 don't cry. Like, that's so, that's too much. I know, we're acting like I'm, like, having a baby. (laughs) No, I just managed to trick someone into committing to me. How? I don't know. Wait, you haven't even said who the boyfriend is. Oh, well, I think everyone can probably <laughs> guess. It is Van Guy. You can now call me Van Girl. <laughs> God, I hope he doesn't listen to this or it's going to be one of the <laughs> shortest lived relationships ever. He's like, yeah, we're breaking up. Nope. <laughs> You like get t-shirts made that say van girl. He's like, what is going on? Oh my God. I think we should sell that as merch. (laughs) It's going to make no sense, but I love that idea. So how did he ask you to be his girlfriend? I don't think he did. Um, (laughs) I, so we were in bed one morning a few weeks ago. We're just kind of talking about us and where things are going. And, and like something came up about being exclusive. And I was like, I mean, how different would it be than what's currently going on? You know? Yeah. And he was like, well, the one thing that would be different is you can't 
text other guys if you get mad at me. You're like, I'm out. Like, I, never mind. Just kidding. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, not going to work. Did not know that was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. So he's like, you know, if you were to do something like that, he's like, right now, I can't get mad at you. I can't get upset at you because we've never set any sort of rules or definition for what we're doing. But, you know, if we are going to be exclusive, then you can't do that. And I was like, okay. And then I I don't know. I think I just deleted the dating apps off of my phone. And he was like, okay, so I guess are we doing this? Or <laughs> Yeah, I don't really remember. It It really came up and happened very organically. Because we're all adults now. Like you can, you don't have, he doesn't have to like ask you out and make it a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although he did later say, he goes, so are we like going steady? And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I've literally never heard a single person other than me use that phrase. I am obsessed with you. I think this is the best sign ever. <laughs> I want to address this really quickly. So I have wanted a boyfriend forever. I mean, even as a little kid, I wanted a boyfriend. And then straight out of the womb, Heva wanted a boyfriend. <laughs> seriously. Like it, my first memories are... I think I'm an alien and I want a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, to the point where, you know, I wasn't allowed to date strict Iranian parents. And also I'm talking about being like four or five years old, but like I wasn't even allowed to like look at a boy, you know? Yeah. And so I would fantasize about like getting really sick and the doctor telling my parents like, she needs a boyfriend. Like, that's the only thing that's going to heal her. So then my parents would let me have a boyfriend. Like, I've always wanted a boyfriend. And if you guys listen to this podcast regularly, you know that I was celibate for a million years. You know, I just have very much lacked in the romance department as an adult. So I've spent countless hours on the phone with my brother crying about how I'm perpetually single about how I never date yada 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 and I just want to address this I think we have a tendency to think that when something happens we'll be happy like when I get that job I'll be happy when I lose that weight I'll be happy when I get that apartment I'll be happy when I get a boyfriend I'll be happy you know when I move to x city I'll be happy I just want to sit here and tell you that none of those things will make you happy. Nothing's ever going to make you happy, so don't even try. To you move will yourself. never be happy. Just, just accept it now. We're all destined to be miserable, so just stop. Stop it. No. <laughs> So positive right off the bat. We're just filled with positivity. Also, can you imagine if he listens to this episode? He's going to be like, great. I'm so happy. You <laughs> you're, you're like, I have a boyfriend. And by the way, I'm not happy. <laughs> and I'm as, as depressed as I've ever been. Yeah. The depression's going steady as well. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, like, yes, when you finally manifest the thing that you've been wanting to manifest for a long time, you get an instant dopamine rush, but it goes away. Yep. 
if you are really stuck on really wanting something and you're so fixated on it, just try to ease up on it because whatever you think in your life it's going to fix, it's not going to fix that thing. And if you can't find happiness within yourself, by yourself, and create that for yourself, no person, no job, no meeting beauty standards none of those things will do that for you 1000% and I'll even take it a step further if you put too much weight on something when you actually do get it it won't give you that level of happiness you thought you were going to achieve of like making everything perfect and better and then it's going to be kind of disappointing and it's almost going to indirectly ruin what you actually wanted to get. So just don't put too much weight on it. And then when you get it, it'll just be enjoyable and you won't have any like disappointment or negativity attached to it. Yes. And I'll even take it a step further. I think that the harder of a grasp you have on it, the less likely you are to get it. I mean, I think the reason that I finally have a boyfriend now is because last summer we came up with this podcast idea and I started dating and I was kind of like, you know what? I'd like to be single for the entire first year of the podcast because I want our listeners to go through this dating journey with me and like, you know, hear me go on all these different dates and talk about these guys. I really think that the reason that I do have a boyfriend now is because I stopped needing one. 1000%. I mean, me and you have always joked around about the fact that like, you've always wanted a boyfriend. I've never wanted a boyfriend and I'm always in a relationship and you're not. Like, it's just so funny how that works. Yeah. And listen, I know it's one of the most annoying asshole-ish things when people are like, oh, once you stop wanting it, you'll get it. It's like, what the fuck is the point in that? <laughs> like, well, why why would I want it when I don't want it anymore? Like, what kind of sick joke is that? <laughs> I think there's a difference between like wanting something. And I hate to use this word, but I just can't think of a better one when you're like desperate for it. Yes. And to make it a little bit woo-woo to channel our favorite person, Rain. <laughs> for a minute yes. um, it's kind of masculine versus feminine energy masculine energy is that like going out and making something happen and like push 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 do 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 and when you get in your feminine energy where you're just so inherently worthy and deserving that you can just attract things to yourself. And I'm not saying that you don't work for it, but you're not so like desperately trying to make something happen, but you just intrinsically feel so worthy of it that you know you can attract it is when you actually do manifest it. But I will say this is, and I know it's it hasn't been long, but this is the healthiest relationship that I've ever been in. And I'm not going to be sit here and be this girl who's been in a relationship for like 35 seconds and be like, oh, I know so much about relationships. No, not at all. I definitely don't. But I will address a few of the things that I did differently from the get-go with Van Guy that I think made all the difference. So the first one, and I can't believe I'm going to say this because I think I'm going to say it and everyone listening is going to be like, I, what are you talking about? Like who even does this? <laughs> but historically, every time I've dated a guy, 
anytime we fought, especially if I had a genuine reason to be mad, I would milk it and like really make them sweat it and really make them think that this could end. Oh, well, that's normal, right? Everybody does that. Okay, is it? I, I, I yeah. mean, I hope it is because I yeah. hope like people aren't like, you crazy fucking bitch. Like who even <laughs> does that? No. But I've always done that. Whereas with Van Guy, I really didn't or haven't been doing that. Like I, yeah, like that fight that we got into the day before we became exclusive, like I had every reason to be mad. We were supposed to meet up at a specific time and he completely lost track of his time, wasn't checking his phone, wasn't answering my texts. Oh, I'm feeling triggered for you. I know that triggers you. I was seeing red and he was late. So I know that's your trigger. So I was like picking up on that too. I mean, I was ready to fucking explode. Yeah. Listen, it could have been so easy for me to be like, this was so fucked up. Like, I don't know if we should even see each other anymore. Blah, blah, blah. But I was kind of like, you know what? We had this whole fun day planned. I'm not going to let it ruin our day. I will address it like later if I'm still mad. But so I show up at this place and he's like terrified. Like he's like shaking when he sees me. Oh, I love that. I I love that. I love that. Good boy. Good man. I know, right? And I mean, we're in a social setting, so I certainly wasn't going to do anything there. But he like, you know, he's like, oh my God, I'm so, so sorry. Like I just lost track of time, blah, blah, blah. And I was like it's fine. We can talk about it later. Like we're supposed to have a fun day. Let's just have a fun day. And he was like really walking on eggshells. And later when we walked out, he was like, Oh, you know what's going on? Like, are you pissed? Blah, blah. And I was like, am I acting pissed? Like I was being super sweet and affectionate and stuff. And I was like, listen, at this stage, no one thing that happens is going to be catastrophic. Like no one incident of me getting mad at you is going to be the end of this relationship like fuck it let's just talk about it later we had this whole fun day plan let's have our fun day if I'm still upset about it later we can talk about it later he did apologize though right when he saw you see I think that's all that matters as long as he acknowledges he messed up yeah exactly and every time we fought since then my usual go-to is like well then maybe we should just break up or maybe we should just end things or like maybe this isn't working maybe we're just not that compatible that's always been my go-to in the past whereas with him I don't do that like I don't try to make him sweat it I don't try to like put that fear in him I really am just like okay well this happened you know, I'm upset or whatever, but we'll work through it. Is he also taking accountability for his actions, though? Because it sounds like he is. Yeah, he is. That's the difference. You know what triggers me when I get mad and then they don't take accountability for what they did? That's when it, it then spirals into something else. But if I get mad and, and you're like, I'm sorry, like, I know I shouldn't have been late. I know I, I kept you waiting. Then it's like, OK, as long as you acknowledge that you messed up, like, we're good. And that's how it should be. But yes. I just know historically for me, I would yeah. still push it and push it and push it. Like, I just want that reassurance so badly that I would, like, push them so much to see, like, how much I could get out of them. Yeah. Whereas with him, I'm like, you know what? It's it's not fucking worth it. Like, he's yeah. apologized. I'm going to get over it. We're going to move on. That's like being in a relationship. You just have to move on. The other thing I've done differently, and I think this is so fucking important, and both of us did this, is 
and we continue to do it, we tell each other exactly what we need and want. And I think that we have, not me and Van Guy, but all of us as a society, we have this idea in our head that we'll meet the perfect person and they'll know exactly how we want to be loved and exactly how we want to be treated and exactly what's important to us and everything will be like super effortless and easy but that's like Disney shit that's not real life that's not how real life relationships work you actually have to tell people what you want yep and like one example of that I've talked about it in another episode was, you know, a week into us hanging out, we took the love languages quizzes, which were really helpful. Actually, I have a really good example of this. So about a month or a month and a half ago, I had some weird fucked up nightmare that involved Van Guy. And I woke up in the middle of the night, like hysterical. And he didn't reassure me and calm me down the way that I wanted. And it ended up into this big fight. And so I was like, listen, and the next morning we were talking about it. He's like, I was barely awake. Like I have no idea what was going on. And I was like, okay, this is what I needed from you yeah. in that moment. Like I needed you to say this, 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 and this. And so a few nights ago, I had a nightmare again that involved him and I like woke up freaking out and I Jesus, woke him up. Eva, what is going on with your dreams? I know, right? <laughs> and he did the exact things that I had told him the last time. Yeah. And it's because I told him like it's not because he knew exactly like he just was able to be a mind reader it's because I told him exactly what I needed from him and he was able to provide it and I think that's so important like we need to get it out of our heads that we're going to meet the like it's going to be this fairy tale situation we're going to meet the perfect person and we're going to speak each other's love languages and they're going to know exactly what's on our mind and in our hearts at all the at all times that's just not real life you have to tell people what you want so that they can give it to you yeah and you might have to say it a few times like it may not happen immediately and I talk to so many of my girlfriends and they'll be like I want my boyfriend to do x y and z and I'll be like oh okay that makes sense have you told him and they're like well it's like the sing song of (laughs) and I'm like okay well that's why he's not doing it and they're like or they're like yeah I mean I kind of have and I'm like well have you said it again and they're like well why do I have to repeat myself and I'm like how many times does someone have to tell you something like sometimes I need to be told something multiple times before it even slightly sinks in so like why do you think someone else is gonna just grasp it immediately yeah and also be a little explicit I think sometimes we think we hint at things but we're not actually so just be really explicit just tell people what you want give them a chance to give it to you I think a lot of the times we see couples on social media treating each other a certain way and doing and you think it's like effortless Mm-hmm. It's not effortless. Nothing is. Wh- what in life is ever effortless? Nothing. So why Nothing. would a relationship be any different? Yeah. Even the best of relationships take work. Yes. A lot of work. Anyone that tells you otherwise is lying or I don't know. They're on some level of delusion in their relationship. Literally. It's literally one of the two and uh, probably both. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Probably a combination of both. And the last thing that I've done different is I haven't tried to be perfect 
And this is something I always do, especially in relationships. Like I only want them to see me when I look perfect. I only want to behave perfectly. I get so upset at myself if I feel like I don't behave perfectly. But, you know, Van Guy see me bloated. Van Guy sees me with no makeup on all the time. Van Guy, you know, has seen me act immature. Uh, you know, all of these things have happened. And, you know, I'm not saying try to be your worst right but don't put so much especially if you're someone who has perfectionist tendencies I think it really builds intimacy when you let them see your imperfections and you know what I think a lot of that comes with time like the first I want to say few months Mr. B and I were dating I wore makeup all the time like to mm-hmm. bed I was like full face of makeup and my skin broke out so bad and I was like I need to cut this out and then I slowly kind of stopped acting like that and then I just slowly became more and more comfortable like I do think that's a time thing too yeah for sure I mean our situation was a little expedited because we like may as well have moved in together on our first date so you had to you had no choice <laughs> yeah <laughs> with that said We had a question last week or at some point that we were going to do at the end of an episode, but we kind of thought that it deserved its own episode. The question was, how do you make a relationship last? Now, obviously, I know nothing about this. Um, You know, I've been in a relationship for like 45 seconds and I'm (laughs) acting like I'm some kind of fucking expert on relationships, (laughs) but... You know, I have a vested interest in it now. And luckily, we have a resident expert over here in a 10-year relationship who can tell us all about it. You know, it's so funny you say that. I was thinking so much about this. And I have been in a very long-term relationship. But by no means do I think I'm an expert. That's very sweet, Heva. But I honestly, most times, have no clue what I'm doing. There's a lot of things I have learned along the way. Also... I just want to start off and say, just because someone's in a relationship, that means they automatically have the right to give relationship advice. Because there's friends I've had in the past that were in relationships, long-term relationships, that you couldn't pay me to go to for relationship advice. And it had nothing to do with their relationship. That's absolutely no shade to that. They just, I don't know. I don't know if they lacked the like, I don't want to know if I want to say wisdom or what, but I would never go to them. Meanwhile, Hiva, who has been single for, I think, mostly then in a relationship, (laughs) I would 1000% go to for relationship advice. I think there's experience that you get, obviously, but I also, I don't think that's like the defining factor. Fair enough. And thank you. So with that said, I'm now going to give it <laughs> Glad I started off and like completely just ruined my credibility. And now I'm going to like try and sound credible. It's such a loaded question because every relationship is so different. And what people want out of relationships is very different. But I do think that there are some things that kind of are universal. Yeah, there was a few things that just immediately came to mind and these are things that we've kind of talked about before but I think like one of the biggest is don't compare your relationship to other relationships and it's the easiest thing to do because of social media 
I know we've said this countless times, but you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, Heva and I are probably two of the most open people about our personal lives because of this podcast. And there's plenty of things that we don't talk about. Another thing, and Heva, feel free to chime in your two cents, but I always think be really protective of your relationship. Yes. Don't go to just anyone for advice and be really careful what you say and what you don't say, especially in the early stages. And it could be someone that's really close to you and does have your best interest at heart, but just may not see things the way you do or may not want the same path for you. Yeah, definitely go to someone impartial. Don't, I used to do this when I was younger, like talk about all my fights with my boyfriend, with all of my friends and stuff. And then your friends end up hating your boyfriend because they're only hearing your side and all of the negative things. Like if this is a relationship that you really want, like truly be protective of it. And I'm not saying don't talk to anyone. Find someone that you really trust who's also not going to further egg you on, will kind of talk you off the ledge. But Don't just run around talking about your private business to everyone. Another thing I thought of, you know that thing, uh, never go to bed angry? I hate that. I hate that so much. I think it's totally fine to go to bed angry. I actually recommend going to bed angry. There's been so many times I've been pissed I've gone to bed, I've woken up, and I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I even care anymore. Like, I don't even know if it, like, matters. In the beginning, I would be like, no, we need to become cool before we go to bed. And now I'm like, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm done. (laughs) Now I'm like, I'm going to bed. And I think it helps kind of going back to the catastrophic fighting or non-catastrophic fighting. I think it helps to just remind yourself that no one fight should be the end of your relationship. Like it's going to be fine. So just take a pause. Like the reason I used to be so obsessed with talking through a fight immediately is because I constantly was like, well, if we have this fight, like it might be the end. But if you can get yourself out of that mindset that it's okay if you have a fight and you'll get over it and it'll be fine. I think that'll help you just be like, okay, you know what? Like, let's just go to bed or do whatever. And then later we can talk about it if we're still upset. 1000%. I think it's really, really healthy. So, and like on that same note, don't expect your partner to make the same sacrifices or do the same thing for you. Like, I think that's the thing. A lot of the times we look at relationships as like an eye for an eye. Like if you do this for me, then I have to do it for you and vice versa. And it just really doesn't work that way. Like I can't, I think this is like one of the biggest things and maybe it's really obvious, but sometimes it's so subconscious. I remember you said this to me very early on. I think it was a few days into me and Van Guy hanging out, which again, I have to reiterate, 
he stayed at my apartment for a week after our first date. So (laughs) all of these things are very expedited. So we'd been hanging out for maybe close to a week. And I had a date scheduled with cat photo guy. God, I feel so bad every time we bring him up. Seriously, single girls in New York hit me up. He is a catch. I would love to see him go to someone in the blush community. Um, We'll post his picture and um, information on the Instagram. Could you imagine? imagine? We like tag him in a post. He's like, what is this? Why am I on this Instagram account? Why is my phone number and address on? We like dox him. No, that's so bad. DM us and we'll give it to you. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) We'll put his picture up. And if you're into it, just send us a DM. Seriously, he's a great guy. Great job. Good looking, fun. Like I have nothing but good things to say about him. Anyway, (laughs) edit date scheduled with cat photo guy. And I was just like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. I have such a strong connection with Van. I really like want to be around him. I feel weird about going out with another guy. And, you know, I'd been so vocal on this podcast about dating multiple people in the early stages and not getting too attached to one right away. But it just felt different to me. And I talked to Tiffany and I was like, I don't want to go out with cat photo guy. And she was like, that's fine if you don't want to. But just understand that just because you're making that decision doesn't mean that Van Guy is doing the same thing. And that's okay because you're not exclusive and you can't expect him to be making the same sacrifices that you are. Yeah, which when I was saying that to you, I was like, God, I hope this isn't too harsh. But my fear was if you make that decision and then he doesn't, you get turned off or not into him because of that, which, like I said, I don't think is fair. And sometimes there's certain things we bring into a relationship that the other person doesn't. Obviously, not necessarily exclusivity. Like, that should be mutual (laughs) if you're in a relationship. You guys were not yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been hanging out for like five days. Yeah, but there are things that you're going to do and he's not going to do. And that's completely okay. And I think at times we'll get upset with our partner and be like, why aren't you doing this for me? I did this for you. And honestly, I would turn around and say, look, this is what I do. Like, I may not be able to provide this, but these are the other things that I do for you. And I've done that. He's done that. And I think it's actually really healthy. Yeah, for sure. So this is kind of a tricky one because I think it comes when you are at that point where you're fully committed to this person and it's it's like a long, long term type thing. It's healthy to have the conversation of we are going to stick through this relationship like we are making a commitment to each other. And it's probably going to be difficult. We're probably going to get into fights and we have these differences. Whatever happens, we are going to stick through it. But I think that comes with time. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really unhealthy to do that in like month one of your relationship. You're like, I'm in. Like, no matter what happens, he's like, I'm like, not there yet. Yeah. Like, I barely know you. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course, it's way too soon. But if you want, I think if you really want anyone that's listening, right, wants a relationship to last long, I think you both have to say it like you have to put that out there and like make it really, really clear. 
Okay. So I love what you said that you really, once you're in a really long-term relationship, you have to just decide that you're going to stick to it. But at the end of the day, I think that no matter how long you've been with someone, there are things that can break you up. How do you differentiate between something that you just need to push through and fight through and try to make it work? And at one point it's like, okay, we've just grown apart. This just isn't working anymore and we have to walk away. It actually, it's so funny. It brings me to the last thing I was going to say. And I think the biggest difference that I've seen with my friends' relationships that haven't lasted and like my relationship that has lasted past theirs lasting is that Mr. B and I, when it comes down to it, are best friends. And we can like hang out and do the stupidest stuff, like go to Target and like not I'm not saying every single time it's fun, but we can have like we always typically have fun together. Like Mm -hmm. we could do the most mundane activity and make it entertaining. And I think that's the biggest thing when I've talked to my friends that the relationship hasn't lasted. They didn't want to fight through it. I'd be like well, are you guys hanging out? Are you going on dates? Are you doing this? Like, do you talk about this? Do you go out and do this together? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, Mm. well, that's not, that's not good. And I think even if there is fighting or there are differences, which there will be, I think it's so normal. Couples that don't fight really creep me out. Like, honestly. It's not normal. And it's funny because when you talk to them, you're like, oh, you guys are harboring a lot of feelings internally. Mm -hmm. You're just not vocalizing it. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is, and I'm not saying you're going to be best friends day one or like early on. I mean, you can be, but it's also something that you just kind of can grow into. I think that's the biggest thing. I think being able to just hang out with someone and it feels super natural and super comfortable. And even if there's bad stuff, you still not like, actually, I'll say 10 times out of 10 and enjoy hanging out with them more than like anyone else in your life okay you know like even if it's bad even if there's times where you like might go on a break or you don't want to see the person like think of the worst that it can be you're still like I still have a lot more enjoyment like the happy the happiest I am is with this person and not in like not in like the like lovey like when you first get with someone and it's that Mm -hmm. like intoxicating I mean I mean it in like a comfortable way like you know they always say it's not who you can like go out with on a Saturday night but who you can spend Sunday with yeah it's that it really is that like that's if you can spend just like a boring ass Sunday with someone if you can spend a Sunday hungover that's it fight for that (laughs) okay you know yeah I love that I mean, I don't want to say like, do you have that with Van Guy? Because it's such a loaded question. But you may not even know now. But I was going to say, I mean, yes, but it's also what he's been in town since mid-February. So it hasn't been that long. I think it's easy to have that in the beginning stages because there's just so much dopamine floating around that you're all lovey-dovey. Now, I do think again, I've said this so many times, I do think our relationship has progressed really quickly because we've basically been living together essentially. So it has, so I I wouldn't say it's as dopamine infused as a two month relationship usually would be. We had this moment the other night when we were sitting and watching TV where I was like, damn, 
this might be like a really long term thing. <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Oh <laughs> keep me so pissed. What? I don't know. Um, we were just like sitting and watching a movie or something. And he <laughs> 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 took his <laughs> flaccid penis out oh. and started whipping it around like a helicopter. <laughs> Oh my god. And he's he's kind of like a more reserved, stoic kind of guy. Like he only thinks I'm funny like maybe 30% of the time. Like 30 to 70% of the time. The rest of the time I think he just thinks I'm like crazy and it's fine, you know. I think it's nice to have someone that balances you out a little bit. Yeah, but for sure. Seeing him be so silly and so goofy, like I just started dying laughing and then I was like making him tap it at like different parts of his body to see what sound it makes and I was trying to like compose a song with it and I was dying laughing but it was honestly potentially the most meaningful moment oh my gosh god I seriously hope he doesn't listen to this like it starts with me being like yeah, so once you get the thing, you're still going to be fucking depressed. And now his flaccid penis was the most meaningful moment in your guys' relationship. But it really fucking was. It was this moment where I was like, God, I could sit here with you every fucking night and watch you whip your flaccid dick around like a helicopter. If that's not romance, I genuinely <laughs> don't know what is. I really don't. Hallmark could never. Look out for that card coming <laughs> summer of 2021. <laughs> I could watch your flaccid dick spin in circles forever. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. <laughs> Maybe we'll sell it as merch. <laughs> We're going to start making cards. Yes. Hallmark just went bankrupt, guys. Don't invest in Hallmark. I don't know if they have stocks, but don't do it. They're about to be wiped off the map. <laughs> Valentine's Day 2022. We're going to have a whole new line of cards for you guys. <laughs> I'm a van girl. <laughs> <laughs> Your boyfriend's like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> like, did, did you buy a van? Like, what's it? Do you want like vans, like the sneakers? Like what's happening here? <laughs> the van sneakers sues us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys, it's actually the idea is gone. We just got sued by Vans, so we're no longer doing the Van t-shirt. The A has to be like an at sign, so it's not copyright. Maybe we could do a collab line with Vans, like a blush pink sneaker that says, I'm a fan girl on it. Our level of audacity is making me cry. Vans is going to be like, uh, could you please keep our name out of your mouths? I just keep thinking of like the different van t-shirts. I'm a van guy. I'm with the van guy. Do you want to be my van guy? Do you have a review of the week? Yes. Heva and Tiffany are so witty and self-deprecating and willing to go there, no matter the topic. Such a great mix of humor, deep dives, personal anecdotes, and vulnerability. I look forward to this pod every week for all the giggles and gabbing and great stories. Love, love, love. Alice, I fucking love you. I mean, 
you are my new best friend you're such a queen like I can't even put into words how obsessed I am with you thank you so much yeah seriously this like made by week thank you thank you thank you you're automatically entered into this week's giveaway to everyone listening if you leave a review you will automatically be entered into the giveaway <laughs> everyone's like we don't want to be entered yeah. into the giveaway <laughs> like how do I stay out of the giveaways they're like a restraining order <laughs> for giveaways how do we not enter the giveaway because that's what I want <laughs> police department's gonna call us and be like we have been getting an insane number of requests for people trying to get restraining orders against your giveaways like what's going on here i love that all the departments have unified now to just have this one issue especially in this climate apparently this is what's causing problems our giveaways are now a security threat. <laughs> On that note, what are we giving away this week? I was thinking a Van Girl t-shirt. <laughs> Which is our our forced collab with Vans that they do not want to be a part of. I mean, you're going to want to hop on this one before Vans sends us a cease and desist. <laughs> We're going to start tagging them in all this stuff. And they're like, what's going on? Apple Podcasts reaches out and they're like, listen, we've let a lot of things slide. But this is now copyright infringement. Yeah, if you want the exclusive Blush Vans collab that literally no one asked for and has not been in any way approved, please submit to this giveaway. So to enter the giveaway, all you have to do is screenshot this episode, put it in your stories, and tag us. I was just about to ask you, wait, does Van Guy wear Vans? Because that would be so meta. And then I'm like, that's not his name. That's not his real name. Why would that be meta? Oh, God. You should maybe get him Vans, though, for like his birthday or some sort of holiday or something. I met his godmother the other day and um, she was like, I listened to your podcast and I was like, oh God. And she's like, well, I haven't listened to all of it. Just the episodes about Van Guy. And she said, Van Guy, not his name. <laughs> I was like, oh good. I'm so glad this is catching on. Your family now refers to you as Van Guy. So bad. And on that note, <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Love you guys.